Welcome to the TaxSell Podcast, where TaxSell investing is made easy. I'm Casey Dimon. I'm a TaxSell veteran, expert, and trainer. I'm the author of the TaxSell Playbook. I'm the founder of the TaxSell Academy, and I am your host right here on the TaxSell Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast. This podcast is provided completely free through and because of the TaxSell Academy. If you're looking to learn more about investing in tax fall to real estate, just head on over to TaxSellAcademy.com. Again, that is TaxSellAcademy.com. So in the past, I've done videos and podcasts about online tax investing. In today's episode, we'll be taking it just a step farther. The idea of a digital tax investor is something that is gaining popularity. It's desirable, and truly, it is very, very achievable. Now, the veterans or the old-timers, they might not like this episode. They might not agree with it or even think it is remotely a viable option. There are many successful tax investors who've been in the business for decades and they are stuck in their ways. Now, that's not a knock to them because they're still successful. But the idea of digital tax sell investing, or get this, learning how to invest in tax defaulted real estate through a podcast or online training platform, well, that is just Greek to those veterans. Now, if you hate the internet and you hate the idea of online investing, this is probably not going to be the episode that you want to listen to. But this is a topic that is so incredibly important to grasp. Now, I've discussed this before, but there was a time when I was investing, and I was literally driving from one auction to the next. Now, I enjoy attending auctions, and I've done very, very well at in-person auctions, but after 24 auctions in one month, including a few multi-auction days, I was physically exhausted. I'm pretty sure that I slept at every Holiday Inn Express on the East Coast that trip, and I ended up on the first name basis with one auctioneer and his entire staff. I remember driving home after that series of auctions. It was a very long drive, literally over a thousand miles. During that time, I got to do quite a bit of thinking about the tax sell business and how I can make it easier on myself and ultimately on my future students, although I didn't know it at the time since the tax sell academy didn't even exist. At this point in my career, many things had transitioned online. You could actually do the majority of the research online. And a few rare counties actually offered properties online at the time. But I was still limited over the next few years, during which time online research tools became more and more useful and refined, and online auctions, they became much more popular. Eventually, I realized that you can actually become a digital tax sell investor. Just like you trade stocks online, you don't have to go to Wall Street to trade those stocks. You can actually buy and sell tax faulted real estate online as well. Now, mind you, I do still attend in-person auctions. I do still enjoy them. And there are certainly many advantages to them. But I haven't had to spend 30 days straight on the road in quite some time, thankfully. Online investing has allowed me the freedom that I desire. That same freedom that took me the entrepreneurship and real estate route to begin with many, many years ago. I feel so strongly about this strategic investing plan. I'm actually creating an entire mini course for digital tax sell investing. So if you're an Academy member, that's kind of a spoiler for you. But just know you'll see it added into your membership module very soon. So when we look at the simplest form of tax sell investing, we have three phases. We have pre-purchase, which we can also refer to as the due diligence or research periods. Then we have the auction buying or auction phase. And then finally, we have the post-auction or selling phase. Let's look at these three different phases to show you how we're able to leverage 
the digital era. The pre-purchase phase consists of the due diligence and research required to make a smart decision on whether or not we should purchase something and how much we should pay for it. Research equals results. This is the first and most important aspect of tax on investing. If you screw this up, everything else that you do is going to be completely in vain. Much of what we research initially is provided through public records. These records were once only available for inspection at the local county offices. You'd have to walk in, search through books and books of records, and hopefully find what you want. It was an extremely lengthy process, and there's no way possible you could have researched more than, say, a dozen properties in one afternoon. A far cry from what we're able to do now. Over the years, counties have realized that digitizing these records really helps them out quite a bit as far as tracking and controlling the systems that they use in the properties and the records and that kind of stuff. Now, as investors, we have the ability to access these same records. Trips to the county offices are becoming obsolete very, very quickly, thankfully. Now, outside of county records, we have an enormous amount of other resources available to us. Every single day, those resources are increasing in quality, quantity, and usefulness for us as tax investors. Tools like Google Street View or aerial images that are easily viewable with just a couple of clicks of the mouse were once only possible after hours and hours of travel by car or you had to get up an airplane to get that aerial shot you were looking for. We also have access to information like comparable sales data in an easy to read and analyze manner. It's funny. It doesn't matter if it's 1,500 miles away or if it's right next door. My research will always start online. Just last week, I was researching the property right next door to my personal home. And guess where I started? I didn't go to the county office. I didn't even walk outside my house. I went straight to my computer to research that property. There's a simple process that we go through and steps that we take as we research our tax sale properties. And the technology, the digital era makes it so easy. We'll basically start with a list. Then we'll scan through that list looking for a few key indicators that allow us to filter out a lot of the properties. Then we'll have some properties that we begin with step one of our online research, which is a surface level process that again, filters more properties out. Eventually, we'll get through most of the properties and most of that process by filtering out everything as we go deeper and deeper through that research phase that we use online and it will eventually be left the concentration of the properties that we would consider buying. The large majority of this research, actually 99% of it, it's handled online. But what about the stuff that we can't research online? As much as I enjoy the internet and leveraging it, there is simply some things that we can't do. The internet cannot tell me if a house has been demolished since that last Google Street View or aerial image was taken, for example. It can't tell me if that property has had a dump truck load of tires dumped on that property just last week, which I've seen many times. There are plenty of other things that require an in-person inspection. Now, depending on the cost of that property, I'll often hire the locals to do drive-bys. They'll do specific tasks and other things to ensure the quality of my research and to seek out the missing information that's not available online. Obviously, there's a risk to this process, and that has to be taken into account, of course, but there are a lot of things that you can do to mitigate that risk. But at the end of the day, Nearly all of our research can be performed online with just a small piece hired out when necessary. And oh, by the way, 
guess where I turned to hire out those locals? That's right, the internet. So let's discuss the auction phase now. In years past, there were basically two ways to bid on tax sale properties. You could attend the auction in person, register, and then bid on the property. Or some counties, the fancy counties, would allow absentee bids. These are really cool because you'd have to go there in person. Instead, you just filled out a whole bunch of bid forms and mailed your bid in. Some counties will actually still require you to come in person to attend auctions, and some will require absentee bids or will allow absentee bids. But a lot of counties are transitioning away from the courthouse steps type auctions and into the world of digital auctions. Now, some areas will have hybrid auctions where you can bid online against other investors who are physically in the auction room. Then other auctions will include online-only auctions where they only sell properties to the online bidders, where the format just doesn't allow for any in-person bidding. Then we have some counties that allow online proxy bids, live bids, in-person bids, mail-in bids, absentee bids, or any combination thereof. Now, on that same note, when it comes to investing in over-the-counter or OTC properties, this used to also require a trip to the county courthouse in nearly every single county. Now, in many areas, you can simply select the property you want and check out online like you're buying something off of Amazon. Whether it's an auction setting or an OTC setting, payment options can also include credit cards nowadays, bank drafts, EFT transfers, wire transfers, or they might require the old-fashioned physical check, whether it's a cashier's check or a personal check. Now, many people overlook the value of bids that can be placed online. Instead of leaving yourself physically exhausted like I was, you can simply enjoy your morning cup of coffee, click a few buttons on the mouse, place some bids, and go on about your day. Or in my case, you can navigate to another county's website and do it over and over and over again. That we aren't limited by only the auctions that you have to physically attend. You can bid on as many properties as you can confidently research. You are not confined to just one auction a day or two auctions if you really hustle. You can attend a dozen or more auctions if you play the cards right and the timing, of course, works out in your favor. You can also do it from anywhere in the world. You don't have to be local. I have placed bids from 30,000 feet in the air, from a cruise ship in the middle of the Caribbean Ocean, in the mountains, and even while sitting at a McDonald's. The ultimate flexibility. You can enjoy your Bid Mac and buy real estate. Now, the third phase, selling. So everyone is like, I understand everything up to this point, right? You can research properties online. You can even buy properties online. That's pretty cool. But don't you have to be local to sell that property? No, no, no. I can tell you without a doubt that a property local to me will require substantially more time to sell than one that is far from me. Here's why. If it's local, I almost have this obligation to do certain stuff. Put the sign in the yard, show it myself, do you know weekly drive-by checkups just to make sure everything is okay, that kind of stuff. But when that property is a thousand miles away from me, I can't do all this stuff. Instead, here's what I'll do. I'll put that property for sale, I'll start marketing that property. Meanwhile, I'll focus on more properties so I can make more money. It'll be a never-ending cycle. Pretty easy formula. So here's how I sell it. Digital marketing. Real estate searches are much more than driving around your favorite neighborhoods nowadays. Some people still do that, but most of the time they turn to the internet. If there's a sign in the yard even, when they are driving by, 
The majority of people will not call the number on that sign. I know. I still put signs in yards for properties that are local, and I don't get any calls. Seriously, I very, very rarely get a call from somebody that drives by and sees my sign. Instead, they'll see my name, they'll see my number, they'll pull out their smartphone, and they will go digital. They'll look online. They'll get all the information that they would have asked me over the phone online. Very easy and probably much faster than actually calling me. So that... That is going to be where we must advertise online. There are different ways to do it properly and efficiently and ways to do it that don't make a whole lot of sense. That's beyond the scope of this episode, but learning to leverage the power of the internet to sell real estate is the key to your business expanding very, very quickly. If you ask any real estate agent today what they're doing to sell more real estate, the most successful ones will come back with some form of internet marketing. Now, you don't need to be an internet marketing genius or anything like that to sell real estate online. In fact, if you just focus on one or two marketing avenues, you'll be able to reap tremendous benefits. And just like bidding, this can be done without any hassle whatsoever. So just like you're listening to this podcast, wherever you're at right now, you can sell properties from wherever you are online, no matter where that property is located at. And then you simply collect a bank wire or a transfer, and you keep going about your business, buy more properties, and sell more properties. If you've ever wanted to get involved in this incredibly lucrative business, now is the best time on earth, in my personal opinion, and I've been in this business for many, many years now. I have students in the academy from all over the world, including Hong Kong, Australia, and Brazil, just to name a few, who are killing it in this business because they learn how to leverage the internet and how to profit from tax-defaulted real estate. Tax sale investing has been around for thousands of years. For the last 17 plus years of my life, it's been an incredible business to me, and much of that time was before we had these same tools available that we do now. This business will only continue to get much more exciting while providing substantially more freedom to those who are successful if you learn how to leverage technology. Now, as I mentioned earlier, if you ever want to start, now is the best time. But be sure you go into it with the mindset of doing it properly and leveraging the technology that you have at your disposal. It will provide such a huge advantage to you as a new tax sale investor. I truly hope that today's episode has helped you on your path to tax sale success. If so, please consider taking just a second out of your day to leave us a positive review on whatever podcasting platform you're listening to us on as it truly makes a difference as we prepare and record these episodes. And if you'd like to learn more about the training that we offer, just head on over to TaxSellAcademy.com. When you're on that website, you can grab a free copy of my book, The Tax Sell Playbook. I would love to ship you a physical copy. All that I ask is you pay the nominal shipping cost to get it from our warehouse to your front door, which is probably less than the cup of coffee that you bought this morning. Again, we bought the book for you. Just cover that nominal shipping cost. Or... If you'd like to go all in right now and become a member of the Academy to get access to our most advanced step-by-step training, go to that same website, taxlawacademy.com, and click on Join to become a member. Again, I truly and sincerely hope this episode has provided lots and lots of useful information to you, and it will help you on your way to tax sale success. Take care. Bye-bye.